All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women and children of all ages, it's about that time. It's Monday Night Raw, real estate style. What up, yo? What up? What? 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 I know the quarantine has started for most of America, but that don't mean you got to be quarantined here. Get this thing strong and bring that money home. Hope you're having yourself a great Monday. Uh, go ahead and put your name in and where you're coming in from so we can get you a shout out before we get started with the show. We got a nice show for you tonight, and I got a couple of announcements I like to make as well. We are streaming live for the moment on Instagram. Like I said, if you're watching on Instagram right now, that's only for the first 10 minutes or so. Hop on over to the YouTube channel at Chris Monroe STL for the full experience. If you want to see our guests, see the example, see whatever we're going to show on the actual screen here. Get the full experience. Hop on over there right about now. We're about to do this thing like that. And uh, we're also streaming on Periscope. My Perry family, Periscope, is streaming at Chris Monroe Show, the Facebook page, Chris Monroe Show, um, the YouTube channel, at Chris Monroe STL. If you're over there watching, make sure you subscribe and bang that bell for the post notifications because I got a lot of good content coming up over the next couple of days and weeks. Um, also, we got Facebook, the Woke Real Estate Investors Group on Facebook, streaming live there, a free Facebook group. If you haven't joined that by now, you sleep. Get on in there and do that thing. And we're on my personal Facebook page. So for the first couple of announcements I got here, uh, next Monday night, this same time, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern, March the 30th. Man, they don't, they seem like this guy here really quick. The end of this month is already here. We'll be on with Real Estate Diddy. That's right. Doing big deals out of Alabama. We'll be on with him next Monday night. That's 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern. Next Monday night, the 30th. How to talk the language of sellers. How to close more deals because, you know, he's a killer on the phone. We want to try to pick his brain and learn the game. Uh, the following week, we'll be on with Miss Corey Nicole. She leads the Facebook group called Wholesaling Houses for Newbies. Wholesaling houses for newbies. She's going to go over a lot of the basics and things because I know a lot of times when you watch my streams, you see me talking about a lot of this stuff that's kind of advanced. We want to bring it back down to the basics so that the people who may be brand new, it may be new to you, but it may not be new to the world. We want to try to take care of you as well to get you some basic strategies. And it's also good for people that have been in the game for a while as well to go ahead and actually learn and remember the fundamentals. You want to remember the fundamentals and the basics of real estate investing. So we're going to go over that with Corey Nicole. That's Monday, April 6th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, right back here as well. And let's see what we got coming up after that. Uh, 420. I know that's one of your favorite days. We'll be on with Hakeem Valles. Out of, uh, he was uh, a football player for the Detroit Lions. I think he played for another team as well, but he's out of football now. He's doing real estate big time. Uh, we're going to talk to him about personal and business branding strategies and marketing tips for success and anything else we can pull out of his brain. So, you know, I try to bring heavy hitters on this doing big deals out here. He does a lot of uh, Airbnb and uh, also some other things as well. Uh, syndications and things like that. So we definitely want to get him on and try to see what's going on with that as well. And that's going to be on 420. And let's see what we got the following week. Uh, we got another one coming up. Who's on the 27th? Where are you at? Uh-oh, did I delete this thing? I hope I didn't. Oh, there it is. Boom, found it. There he is, O'Neal. I know we got O'Neal coming in. A millennial, young guy, doing deals. He's like 22, 23, I think. I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's a pretty young guy doing a lot of deals out of the South. Let him know how to do it. We're going to bring him on, and he's going to talk about 
learn the truth about business credit, how to leverage and buy more real estate. Because, you know, leverage is everything, especially in this type of thing here. So let's see who we got up in here. So like we got a lot of people. Oh, what up? What up? What's up? So the people that's watching in the Facebook group, like this person here that said, sup, Chris, there's a link in the description that just gives you permission to show your name because you're in a private Facebook group. So they kind of hide you. So if you click that link, that'll just give them permission to show your name. But what up to you, whoever you are, I'll see after the stream who you is. What up? What up? What up? So brother Nubian, the Nubian. What up? What up? How you doing? Michael out of New Orleans, down south. Are y'all locked down in New Orleans yet? I know a lot of places on lockdown and a lot of other places going to be on lockdown. Have they started there yet? I don't know. Salute to you, Chris. Peace. Log in from NYC. I know New York City on lockdown. Keep your head up, man, because, you know, we just started ours today. Phoenix, Arizona in the house. All right. What's up? Black Soul Butch. What up, bro? Good to see you over in Periscope land. Let's see what we got here. What's good, son? What up, Romello? What up? What up? What up? Hope you're having yourself a good day. Time is flying and it's a good thing because it's harder times coming. Well, that's the thing. You never know. Sometimes times are hard. Sometimes times are good. You have to be taking the good with the bad. I know if it was up to us, we would say, I want seven summers, three springs, no winters. It ain't happening, man. We get all the seasons, man. This is just a season. Ride that wave and, and play that game. So you're going to make it. Just keep working on yourself harder than you do on a job. What's up? What's up? The real estate investor from KC. Guess where he's from? KC. Duh. Kansas City. What up? Kansas City, Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas. See, I don't even know where the line divides it, but good to have you as well. All right. People saying shout out over here on Periscope. Periscope got all the engagement. Chris Monroe show on Periscope. If you haven't followed there, Chris Monroe show is the screen name. I actually got two names on Periscope. Michael, yep, you say you are locked down. That's right. Not on lockdown yet, but I think it's coming. Brother Nubian, that's right. It's coming. Something happening. Long Island. What up? What up? What up? Uh, let's see here. Long Island, New York. What up, Chris? Hope you be safe because we need good people like you. That's right. I agree with you. We need good people because everybody ain't good. But the people that's good, keep them. And the bad ones, Control or delete them up out of your life. Get them up out of there. Because if they ain't helping add value to your life, what they doing? They taking away value. And you don't want to be around them type of people. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You're hanging out with four bums, you'll be the fifth. Don't be the fifth. Be a pimp. So let's see what we got here. In times of uncertainty, there is real opportunity. I agree with that. There's a lot of opportunity out here. And so, you know, a lot of people may be shutting down their businesses and shutting down their life or even shutting down going to work you know your job could have shut down that's not good we don't want that we want you to thrive and survive so i want you to go ahead and like this video share this video and subscribe let me see here it's about that time y'all we're about to get this thing straight up popping And we have, and we have, Mr. I stay woke, 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 wo
What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke, Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. I know you all have been watching the news, seeing things happening out here before your very eyes. It's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of craziness going on out here, and there's just things that are happening that are out of our control. Don't worry about the things you cannot control. Control the controllables. That's what some of the OGs have told me. Control the controllables. The stuff you can't control, you can't worry about it. You can't stress out about it because it ain't going to make it no better for you. Let's see here. What up from Miami? What up? What up? What up? Let's see. We got a lot of people jumped in here. D. Howard, my man. Greetings from Milwaukee. On with the Nuggets, my good man. That's right. That's right. Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. What up, bro fire? You know it, you know it. That's what we doing, flaming them. Let's see what we got here. Dallas, Texas. Call in feature. Oh, yeah, we can do a call in. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, let's see what we got here. Not on lockdown. We saw that. Long Island. All right. What up? Yep. 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 We got all those. Pimp at. Pimp at. <laughs> all right. And the intro is dope. I'm glad that it inspired you. I hope it got you riled up, got you motivated. So, like I said, give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share if you care. Because tonight we're going over an actual uh, deal analysis with my bro, K1 Miller. Did his first seller financing deal, how he turned the seller into the bank. So without further ado, let's see if we can get my brother in here. What up, what up, what up, bro? What's going on? Happy Monday to you. How you feeling today? Feeling great, man. How are you? All right, all right. Um, what market are you in? I'm in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. So y'all, I don't know if it's getting crazy up there yet, is it? Yeah, it's crazy. We're right next to New York, the borderline right there. Oh, wow, wow. So for people who may not know, can you give me a little bit of background? Who is k and what do you do, bro? Uh, my name is Kawan Miller. I'm a, I'm a mason slash entrepreneur slash father slash uh, traffic control I keep on going all day, man. I do a lot. So you do whatever it takes to be great, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Car, icy car. I've done tried it all. <laughs> so you're um. So how long have you been uh, dealing, willing, and dealing in this real estate? Well, I started doing my hands on about about a year, but it's been a year. So about a year in the game. So what is it that made you kind of get into it? Or is this something you already been kind of looking at over life like most people? Most people have been dipping and dabbing. I've been I've been fixing homes since I was out of high school. You know, I was using my hands a lot, fixing up properties for other people and, and uh, working, just just trying to figure it out. YouTube and everything, just trying to figure it all out. And then I came across wholesaling and then came across a bunch of other things to try it all see what's worked best you know so you came from more of the background of the handyman type or you can fix stuff give me a problem to solve type person yes 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 
So do you feel like that kind of gave you a upper hand or an advantage when you came into the business? Like, oh, I know what that cost to fix that, or I know about that. What what kind of help did they give you? It definitely gave me advantage. If I don't know how to fix it, I definitely know somebody that can fix it. You know, it's definitely a better. It's definitely a plus. Right, right. So it made a big difference here. And so um, so have you been doing wholesale deals or you went straight into this seller finance creative stuff or where did you kind of get your started? Now, I, I got started in first. I got started in just looking at how to buy a foreclosure. I was I was doing some research on that a long time ago. And then, you know, money don't money. It's hard to come across nowadays to get a, a good foreclosure and not be able to pay a lot of money into. So, you know, I started looking at more more ways I get into real estate and I found wholesaling and I, I ended up wholesaling a couple of properties. I had a, a sort of land, made a couple of thousand off of land, did that. But then I came across, I always wanted to own my own property. So I came across how to, how to buy properties with no money, little to no money down. And, and when he said little to no money, <laughs> you know, so when, so when you first heard that concept, you can buy houses for little or nothing down. What was your first thought? My first thought was, I got to give this a try. I, I definitely got to give this a try. That's my first thought. <laughs> so you believed it because, you know, a lot of people look at it like, man, that ain't real. You got to go to the bank, go to a real estate agent, big borrow steal, get your tax returns pulled, all of this stuff and find yeah. out you don't even need to do none of that. No, nope, I use my own opinion, man. I believe it. I, actually, it's not that I believed it, but I know I was willing to give it a try to see what it was about, you know, so. It was more like, let me see what this is about. I, I don't care if I don't make money. I'm just going to learn and see if it's true or not. And it actually is true. You can get, Actually, you can get paid for buying a house in some ways, you know? Yeah, definitely. I've been paid to take a couple of houses. Don't tell everybody, but it is very <laughs> well possible. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, all right. So um, let's see here. So you did a couple of wholesale deals. You started saying, you know, I really want to get property to hold instead of wholesaling it just getting it under contract, assigning my contract to somebody else and getting a fee, you would say, I want to keep some of this property for me. Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It took okay. a while to cross the right property, but you know, property speak for themselves, you know? All right. So in regards to the actual case study we're going to be talking about here tonight, how did you come across this seller or was this a motivated seller or how did you come across him? Well, it was a, it's a motivated seller. He uh, been wanting to sell for a while. It was a friends of the family. I, I I fixed up his house a couple of times, you know, and he mentioned uh, he wanted to sell his house a while back, but I, I didn't have the knowledge back then, you know. So my my head, I was like, oh, I don't got the money for it, you know. But then uh, he actually got back to me, and I started uh, doing some more work to his house. And then I asked him, was he interested in selling? And he was like, he was like, yes, he was still interested. So, uh, you know, I threw some. And some terms or some some ways I could buy his property and he agreed he agreed to my first uh my first offer he agreed to he was like if it worked we could do it cool cool so what was the reason for him selling now what was his real motivation is there a reason he wanted to sell the house to begin with uh yeah he it, it's too much for him he you know he's in and out the hospital and uh, it's just him. He don't want to mow no lawn. He, it's too much for him. He, he'd rather have a, a property where he don't got to keep up with the maintenance, you know, have somebody else take care of it. And then he would be behind on taxes at that, too. So that was a plus plus, you know.
Right, right. So this seller uh, was a friend of the family. You came across just networking. Looked like it was a networking deal. You found them just asking questions. Hey, you want to sell that house? He ain't doing nothing with it. So was this a rental property or what was this house before you got a hold of it? Well, what he was doing, he was renting it out. He was renting rooms out. That's what he was doing. And uh, he probably had a couple of tenants that didn't pay, pay him nothing at all, you know. So he definitely was trying to get out of that situation. So that sounds like one of those disgruntled landlords, my favorite. That's another one, right? That's three motivations. <laughs> yeah, everybody want to be a landlord till they become a landlord. They're like, oh, hell no, this is work. They, they throwing my back out. It's definitely real. And so when you acquired the property, was it vacant or occupied? No, it was, it was occupied. It still is occupied. Uh, he, had, he had two tenants in there. One tenant moved like a week before I bought the property. But I, I got another one in there as, as quick as like a week later after I bought the property, I got another person in the room and there's actually a, another room available right now. So what kind of house is this? Just a regular standard single family or what's the deal? It's a regular single family. Uh, it's about, it's not that big. It's, it's a small house. It's just got four bedrooms, one bath. Matter of fact, I think you sent me some on this. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, is that it? There it is. Is that it? Is that the number you sent me there? So yes, you say sir. you pay thirteen thousand. Is that thirteen thousand down you put on the house? Thirteen thousand down. Yes, indeed. I know he was happy. You give him a big check like that. <laughs> well, actually, actually, it was kind of sad because uh, when I told him uh i had thirteen thousand to put on the house but it's gonna go towards his taxes and closing fees and everything you know so but he walked away with some money he did walk away with some after i paid everything how much did he owe in taxes he owed seven thousand dollars in taxes you say three thousand seven he owed seven oh 000. seven damn taxes, so a big yeah. chunk of that yeah, big chunk seven in taxes and then he had some more liens on the property water uh, it was sewer and uh, what else? Uh, unhappy lean too that I came across. I found about how to, but but that was a long time ago because it burnt down. It was seven years ago, it burnt down. So they marked it uninhabitable. Had to go to get that released and everything. Okay, so give walk me through the conversation. How did it go when you start talking to him about turns? What magic words did you say to him? Oh, um, I was just like, hey, how about uh. Would you like monthly payments? I was like, how about I pay you a down payment and just give you monthly payments? And then he was like, all right, give me 20000 I said, okay, I'll give you 20000 And So I gave him the paperwork. He signed it. And then I gave him a, a like a week later, I called him. I was like, listen, I talked to my partners. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to give you that 20000 And he was like, what? I was like, yes. They were telling me I can just go to the bank and get the loan. And paid three thousand. So why pay twenty thousand? Then he was like, "What can you give me?" And I was like, "Hey, um, let's just add everything up and see what's everything worth." And then I just give you some monthly payments. And with the monthly payments, he didn't negotiate on the monthly payments. He was cool with just six hundred a month. So this house, let me see here. I think it said it was free and clear, right? Yes, free and clear. Uh, he had it now. He had three liens. So it was taxes. What was the other liens on it? It was taxes, uh, water, sewage and water. And then it was a lien, uh, a non-habitable lien that he had to get released because when it burnt down, he never went back. And uh, he never went back and told him 
to uh, it was Liverpool. But so that's some type of that's some type of lean with the city. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he had leans on it. It's a four bedroom, one bath. Um, the purchase price was one hundred and ten thousand. So what was the? Uh, let's see here. Are oh, you saying right there? ARV is one seventy. So you think it was worth one seventy? So you got instant equity. Instant. And um, so when you were uh, negotiating a deal with him, did you uh, get into the conversation about doing interest or something like that? Well, actually, I didn't even. I told him no interest. Well, we didn't even talk about interest. I was just like, I just want to pay you six hundred a month. But when I went to the attorney, he was like, it's it's mandatory that you pay you pay interest on any loan. So, mm. so he he said it was three point five mandatory interest on six hundred. So when he came back with the mortgage payment after he wrote the note, it all, it all equaled up to like nine hundred dollars. And I called him back like, I'm like, listen. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to pay no 900 a month. You got to change that number. He was like, we got to pay the interest. So I told him, I was like, listen, so just make the payments less than add the interest to make it $600. You understand? So he was like, oh, yeah, that's smart. So he went back, redid it, <laughs> redid it, and got that paperwork right, you know? You telling me you had to teach the attorney on how to make the numbers make sense? The, the attorney was... Uh, he was quite new to the deal. He never did a deal like this before. He'd been an attorney for about 15 years. Never did a deal like this. But he but was fearless, though, huh? He wanted to learn. He definitely wanted to learn. And he, he was listening to me, taking my word and everything. Like, mm. So how did you find that attorney to close that deal? How did I find an attorney? Uh, it was it was one of, one of my partners that I wholesale with. Uh, she has she has a meetings. She has meetings, and then I dealt with another attorney in the past, but I had to get rid of him because he was stuck in his ways and he wanted to do things his way. So I had to get rid of him. I was looking for a new one, and she referred this attorney to me, and he actually was closer. And, and I, 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 I rather he was a good dude. He talked to me. We meet up in person. He. It was a good dude. I was I was really happy that I found him. Michael, his name was Michael. Young young guy. He was awesome. He well, that's cool. That's what you want. You want people that can go ahead and, and make stuff make sense for you. That, I mean, I can yeah. hear that. So you had a, a difficult attorney. You had to get rid of him. Get you somebody who you can coach, mentor, and motivate yeah. to go ahead and get <laughs> my paperwork straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. And he made sure that I was. He had my back the whole way through, so I won't get in no jams. You know. And then he, if he had a question and we, me and him both didn't know the answer to, he'll call one of his friend attorney that knew something about it, you know. So we, we definitely had it going on. So this attorney, um, so you say he, so that that law thing that you were talking about, the three point five percent, is that something that's local in the state of Connecticut or something? Or I believe so. I believe so. He said it. It was a. It's in. It's in the um. It's in the promissory note, and. I believe it's in every. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I know it's a, it's a law that you gotta have an interest on every type of loan out here. And you see, the reason why I say close through a real estate attorney, you would have never knew that because I know here I, I close deals with zero percent interest. You know, so that's, that's why we what I was looking forward to. I'm like, <laughs> that's why you close through an attorney. So if there is some law that you're not aware of, you got a legal counsel right there beside you to keep you straight and keep you out of trouble. That's definitely facts. Yes. Yes.
So with this attorney here, let's see here. So you did, let me pull these numbers back up. So 13,000 down. Where'd you come up with the 13,000 down to put that toward that property at? Oh, wow. Um, I kept on, I went to him. I went to him another first after the 20,000, I told him I couldn't do the 20,000. And then he was like, what can you do? I was like, man, I got about $12,000 right now. cash." So we, we went with the 12,000. It was, it was, it was supposed to be $12,000 down payment. But when the attorney called me, he told me, bring an extra thousand just in case. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like that. <laughs> he was like, yo, dude, bring an extra thousand just in case. So I'm like, all right. So we get to the closing table. And we, the face is, his face is like, uh, the check. He, once he seen that, how much he was getting, he was leaving with, he, he was leaving with like 3,500. And he was, he seen, I looked at his face. I'm like, you're right. He was like, this this kind of light. I'm like, I got I had to do what I had to do. The twelve thousand right here. I, you see my check? I gave it to him, and he paid all your bills off. You gonna be free and clear. You don't got to worry about nothing. And he wanted to wait, but and the attorney was telling him like, listen, we could wait, but you don't know when they gonna start paying the foreclosure on this house. You know. So he had. So this. So you saying this was late payments or something, or what do you mean foreclosure or taxes? Well, he, he was he was he was about to be he was about to be in pre foreclosure because he owed taxes. So the he, and the attorney was like well, he don't know how they act they could, any day they could just put it up for pre foreclosure the way the the city is the um that's what he was saying so he was like you shouldn't wait because he wanted to wait talking about oh it's a program that will pay my taxes off for me and then I pulled out that extra thousand I was like how about you take this extra thousand right here <laughs> he smiled and he was happy with that <laughs> yeah definitely so you telling me. They were he didn't know when they were gonna try to take his property from having a pre for I mean, well, not even a foreclosure, I guess for taxes, because you know that's the number one reason you can lose that house. The number one lien on your property is real estate taxes. Gotta get them things paid, or they will take your stuff. So um they didn't know if there was gonna be a date or anything for an auction, but he was thinking about holding out and oh, they're gonna pay it for me and mess around and lose his house, huh? Yep, yep. Or add more money to it, then then you get even less, you know. How, how long did he have a property for before he, uh, you tried to buy it? A long time or something? Or long time, long time. He his mom's owned it. It, it. it got passed down to him from his mom's. So when he owned it from his mom's, he probably owned it about that seven years. When, yeah, when it burnt down, that's when his mom's owned the house. So mm. after, they, after he rebuilt it, he tried it out for a couple of years. He felt like it wasn't for him, so he was trying to sell. Definitely was trying to sell. So he wanted to sell. You worked a deal with him, told him you can give him thirteen thousand down, pay him six hundred a month. You mm -hmm. found your real estate attorney who can close this deal up, do the promissory note, and yeah. the I don't know is that a mortgage state or a deed of trust state there. Mortgage, it's a mortgage. Mortgage state in Connecticut, because here in Missouri we're a deed of trust state. Every state is either deed of trust state or a mortgage state, but they had to write up a mortgage and a promissory note to secure the property. And they closed that deal up. So what is your um? So he was using it renting out rooms. What are you plan? What were you planning on doing with the property when you get it? I'm doing the bird strategy. As I was gonna, you know, buy, rehab, refund, re rent it out, refinance, and repeat. But it's already tenants in there, and if I fill up the rooms, I can make about two two thousand a month. You know, twenty four hundred, right? Yeah, twenty four hundred, but I'm saying the lease. 
I always I don't want to do the cap, you know. I go for the lease because if one room is vacant, you know, one room is vacant right now, you know. So, so why don't you uh, short term rental that or something, or that's not really the area for that? Actually, it's right next to a college, so I'm about to I'm gonna look into how can I get into a relationship with a college or a halfway house or something like that. I want to just I want to keep that going because right now I personally don't have a place to live, so I could I could stay in a room if I want, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, tell me about that struggle. I've been looking for me a house for a whole year. I'd have found everybody else a house. I can't find nothing for me. Yeah, see? see, <laughs> see? So, yeah, if anybody's listening in here, if you have any questions or anything, make sure you drop it over here, and we'll try to get the uh, answer to it if we can before we wrap this thing up. Ask your questions now. So, now, your plan was to get the property, buy it, renovate it. Now, as far as repairs, what kind of repairs did this property need? It doesn't need no repairs, really. I just put some paint, some paint in the rooms that's vacant, cause the other rooms are vacant already. Just paint, probably. That's it, cause it's seven. So you, they rebuilt it seven years ago. So you can almost sell a property like you got it right now. Definitely, definitely. Let me, let me make sure. Am I right here? So let me make sure I'm looking at this right here. So if you bought it for is ARV is one seventy needs very light repairs. You buy it for one ten. You've been paying on it a few months. How long have you had it for now? I had it for about a month. I didn't, I didn't even make my first payment yet. I, I wouldn't either. Payment. I would I never make my first payment on the 15th. There you month. go. See, I never make a payment real quick. If I buy a house, I'm starting payments about two months later. That's I how want I a go. window. That's how I go. He called me too. Like, hey, I ain't see my money. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I called him too because I was I came to collect rent on the first. And he was like, whoa. He didn't tell. He was like, "Whoa, I, you supposed to collect rent the next month." I was like, "All right." I was like, "All right, that's cool." Because he's they the tenants already said he that he collected the money already. You know, he so doing like, some sweet right. stuff. You gotta watch this guy. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. But See, now I want leases. I got them signed leases and everything right now. He ain't have yeah. them on no lease or nothing. So I'm trying yeah. to switch it up. And that's why it's so important to have your paperwork straight, have this stuff in writing so there's no confusion. Oh, I thought you said this, or I believe that. No. Write that stuff down, and this is exactly what we agreed to, so there's no confusion. I actually joined the CT Rhea out here, and uh, I learned how to... Uh, it, he was he was into uh, buying buildings and apartments, and he was teaching people how to... Uh, the best way to control the tenants and everything, and never answer the phone for them. You always have them on... You always have them leave a voicemail because when they leave a voicemail, the words is like a text to speak voicemail. So every word is written down. So you're able to save the voicemails and have them stored. So whatever they say is on paper and documented. Whatever you tell them, you text them. So it's documented and you have it stored down as evidence. It's, it's a good concept. Like he, they really teach you how to how to handle these tenants without even talking to them. I don't even have to come to the pro I don't have to go to the property at all. Yeah. So what are you doing now as far as property management? I mean, are you managing the property or who's dealing with the tenants? Uh, I, well, as far I'm dealing with the tenants right now, but I was trying to um, I could deal with the tenants because I tell them I gave them gave in the lead and in the, in the um in the in the contract that I gave them it says. All complaints or anything you need, please leave a voicemail or text. No one will not answer your call. <laughs> really? Yes. So so they call me 
if if it's if they need something fixed, I could just send a message to my my guy who fixed stuff, and I, he'll go right there and handle it himself. I don't even need to talk to him. If they need to get if they locked out, I call whoever got the keys. They go over there and fix it for them. Uh, there's no need for me to talk to them. Mm. And so this is a four bedroom, one bath. Is one bath good enough for four bedroom? I wouldn't know. It don't seem like that's enough bathrooms to me. I mean, just thinking about it, a four one with multiple people living in the property. They all got to share the bathroom. We all got to go brush our teeth at the same time, take our shower at the same time, wash our behind at the same time. It's hard out here for people. Some people don't got, I mean, some people don't have no places to live, you know? You got to do what you so got to do. So would you consider this to be like in a lower income area? What do you, what would you describe it? This is right, it's right on, it's right next to a college campus, you know? So I want to say lower income, but medium income, medium income. It's okay. And so you're playing. decent area. So you're planning to continue renting rooms out individually like that or rent it to a family? No, no. My plan is probably rent it out to a family or 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 um, a rent to own or something like that in the future. But as far as right now, I'm about to refinance it and look for my next property. And hopefully, like, I could just try to just bounce the tenants, whoever's there when I sell it. I tell them I have a place for them. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna try to keep my tenants in, in a, cause I figure if they paying, I can keep them with me. So if I buy a property, I ask them if they're interested in moving in, and then I sell that one, and then I get another one, sell that one, get another one. So I got a really good question for you. What you refinancing for? What am I refinancing for? Yeah, cause if you got six hundred dollars a month, three point five percent interest, what are you refinancing to? Something worse than that? That's a pretty good deal. It is a pretty good deal. I'm hope hopefully I'm just getting I'm looking to get some money to pay off this loan and at least have a, enough chunk of change to buy another house. Just get a second mortgage or something if you want to do that. Or I wouldn't even suggest anything right now with this climate. But I mean, just to, I wouldn't mess with that first. I mean, do you have a balloon payment or something with that seller, or is it how long is the term with that seller? The term is is it's thirty years. Oh man, what you refinance? You got a thirty year loan. What you talking about refinance? You better not refinance that. <laughs> So don't refinance? Heck no. For what? Refinance to what? What you going to get better than 3.5%, $600 a month? Nothing. I ain't going to get nothing better. The numbers don't lie. What you going to get better than that? I mean, I'm just, you know, just looking at it from the outside looking in. No, nah, I need that. I need your perspective. You know, I'm new to this as well, you know? Yeah, you only refinance if you got a bad loan or you got a hard money loan or you got some bad stuff. But, it, you know, especially if you've already put money down. Or, you know, if you can get, you know, something different, you know, the only thing different I would have did from what I've heard, what you told me so far, I gave so much down. But, you know, I mean, now that you got it, if that's what you feel like it was a good deal, put the money in there. You know, I know you had to put something because he had those back taxes, seven thousand dollars and stuff of liens and stuff. But, you know, I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do. But other than that, I mean, it seemed like a pretty good thing at three and a half percent, six hundred dollars a month on something you could potentially make over two thousand a month. So your main goal now seems like what? Get some tenants in there, right? Yeah. And what are you doing to work on that? How are you finding tenants? Uh, I'm fine. I'm advertising it through Facebook, and word of mouth. How, how's that been going? I I got some I got some people that's really ready to move in. They ready to move in, but this, what's going on right now is kind of slow, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. And so uh, what is your ideal tenant look like? Who are you looking like? Who do you think is going to be moving into this place? Uh, ideal tenant, somebody who's uh, on the state, somebody coming home, a single, somebody single. I'm not. I'm not and no nothing like that. Yeah, cause it, yeah, but just one room and a, and they all got to share that bathroom. That's the other thing, you know. And I'm just looking at it as a big picture, like one bathroom for four different individuals. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's been working somehow. Somebody, can you add a bathroom in there or something, or that's not realistic? Oh, there's enough. Not enough room for add a bathroom. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. And so when you say it. you uh. When you ran the comps for it and you think it's worth about 170, what would it take to get it up to that 170 mark? I mean, do you got to put a lot of money into it or is it just you can just list it today right on if you want to sell it for like 170, you think? I, I, I believe if I wanted to get 170 out, I'd probably have to do a little bit to it, make it a little, a little extra because they've been living it for about seven years. So probably, you know, you wanted HGTV for that price. But if I was to sell it right now, I definitely probably. About one, one thirty probably. Yeah, so that's not bad. I mean, they're getting something out of it. You know, another way, you know, you could sell it to another investor that want to come in there and you finance him on top of the one you got. I mean, that's more advanced, but you know, that is an option. Say what? Say say what? So I'm saying you could sell that property to another investor that want to come in and fix it up or renovate it or deal with tenants and all that. And you can finance him on a, a, a wrap note that makes that deal go out longer. So like you got a 30 year oh, note yeah. with that seller, you keep that in place, but you sell to somebody else at a shorter term and you make money on for no reason. You can sell it to them for maybe, uh -huh. you know, and make a thousand a month. You get the four hundred dollars a month cash flow. And I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't know if those numbers will work. Maybe better than that, really. Uh, you know, they pay you more than the 600. You see what I'm saying? Um, Is that making sense? Uh, I got you. That's you talking about the rap. Yeah. 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 Or, I mean, or That's any type of seller financing vehicle, a contract for deed or any type of thing, because you own the house. You got the deed now, right? Yes. Yes. And so uh, that's what I meant to ask you, too. Yeah. How did you take title to this property? How did I take the title? I got the deed. So did you put it in an LLC or personal name? What oh, did you do? It's in my LLC. It's in my LLC. In my LLC, Elite Property Solutions. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So that's, I mean, I, when I take title to property, I normally put it in a trust, even though it's, you know, you didn't have to do it on this one. I just use it for the anonymity of having it so that nobody knows who owns the property. They just know the trust. It was transferred from somebody over to the trust. That's all they would know. And your LLC could have still been under there. And there's nothing wrong with what you did. And, you know, I'm just looking back on the deal, like some things that could have, you know, made it a little more cleaner. I plan, I plan on putting it in the trust. I do plan on doing that. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. But now they already got you on title. See, that's the thing about when you do a trust. It's better to go straight from the seller straight to the trust because now we got your LLC in the middle. And that's on record. That's been recorded. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. It's got my footprints on it. Yeah. Exactly. 
which is nothing wrong with it, you know, and I'm just saying, you know, but say your LLC, make it big next year, and oh, man, somebody slip and fall, we were looking for somebody to sue you. Oh, you got all these properties, let's try to get him, let's get this guy. You don't want to be under no microscope yeah. like Especially when you rent multiple rooms or anything, yeah. they can come back and say, you weren't supposed to be doing that, not in this area, we are supposed to have families only, not renting rooms, or, you know how they always got laws and rules and stuff we don't know about. So you want to always protect yourself all the way around. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to protect yourself. Definitely. So so you planning on keeping this deal for a little while. How long are you going to keep it for? I'm going to keep it for... I'm going to keep it forever. Well, as far as right now, I don't got nothing up. So I'm going to keep it forever. So that's why I say look into that strategy of what I was saying before about looking to see if you can sell it to another investor on term and you can make the money in the middle and don't have nothing to do with the property. And all you do is collect checks and let him deal with all of that junk, dealing with tenants, toilets, termites and problems. I, I could handle that with just a phone call away, you know, just just copying the message and sending it out to somebody else. So do you have to pay that person to go do that work or they work for free? Nah, they 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 don't work for free. They definitely don't work That's for free. But it's, it's not a not an older house though. You know, hopefully, I mean, once I start coming into trouble like that, I'll. But it's a newer house, you know. It's a newer house. And I'm saying, so, you know, and I'm just thinking I'll, of the future. I, I know you like to fix on everything, but I'm trying to, you know, it's it's a mindset shift to say, how do I just get on where all I do is collect checks? I don't want to be dealing with no text messages, dealing with no contractors, and no handyman. That handyman can catch the corona tomorrow, and we don't know. I'm not, not wouldn't wish that on him, but I'm just saying, you know, we thinking that everything gonna be the same, but set yourself up for it where you can't mess up, where it's just money coming in, no matter if you go to work or not. Yeah, your uh, your your connection's kind of breaking up too. Your connection was breaking up. What'd you say now? I don't know why. It's you had it all nice and clear, and they try to mess you you up. I can hear you. Yeah, oh no, that's. Yeah, and I'm just saying it's just a, a thought. You don't have to do none of that. You can just keep the property and rent it out forever if you want to. I'm just saying keep your options open to see that there's a bigger picture to this stuff, especially when you start getting into this creative space. There's so much stuff you can do where you can make money for no reason. It's okay to be paid for no reason. You know that, right? Mailbox. And <laughs> and now say and I'm just gonna throw a scenario out there. Say you find some investor that wants to buy that property you got, right? Mm-hmm. Then they say they give you twenty thousand down. They give you twenty thousand down. Your money's all the way out the deal now. You got no money in the deal, and you're ahead. And they pay you more interest than three and a half percent. They could pay you six percent, and they could pay you a higher monthly payment. And you just passing the money on to that guy, and you give them a shorter time. You know, and I'm just saying, you know, that's just the option. It just that's more deal structuring type stuff, but it's just a possibility. You know, and, and you don't have to deal with no maintenance, repairs, tenants, none of that crap. Let somebody else deal with that stuff. That stuff work. I mean, unless you want to be in that business, don't get me wrong. If that's what you want to do, do that. But I'll be like, where do I remove me out the equation and just collect checks? <laughs> I hear that. I understand that. So even if you was able to get somebody to say pay you fifteen hundred a month, even I don't know if that would work or not. But say if they was able to give you fifteen hundred a month and all you had to do was pay out six hundred of that. 
and that other nine hundred going hip pocket National Bank every month for no reason, and you do nothing with the property. Wouldn't that be better? That's good right there. You know, and I don't know if that would work. And I'm just throwing numbers out there because I don't know enough about you know the situation there to know if that would even work. But let me see if we got a couple of questions over here. Uh, let's see here. Get out of here. Yeah, your your internet your internet connection is chopping up pretty strong there. Terry says, "Let's get it, Chris, out of California." What's up, Celeste? Gotta love Chris; he's amazing. I am. Hmm. Yeah, he's put. He'll come back in in a second. Here is this being recorded? Yes, this is being recorded for quality and training purposes. If you learned anything, even by accident, on this stream, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, give it a share, share it to somebody if you care. That would be so nice of you. That's all I ask: a little thumbs up and a good little share. Let me see if we can get them back in here. Blue, blue. There he is. You're back. Yeah, I try to reset this, man. Yeah, sometimes the internet does that. So I know they say they shut down all the businesses and stuff. Just don't shut down the internet. That's when I'm gonna get pissed. <laughs> oh, they ain't shutting that down. That's big business right there. That's right. Let me see here. Um, they say that boy got the Boost Mobile connection. Come on now, no, he don't. He ain't no Boost Mobile. <laughs> Nah, this is my home Wi-Fi right here. This is my this is my home Wi-Fi. He playing this on Frontier, man. Oh man. Uh lease option all day. Best strategy on nothing. Exactly. You know, I mean, and that's and everybody got their own thing. If y'all have any other questions, drop them in here because before we wrap this thing up, because I want to make sure we get all your questions asked. So um, let's see, lease option all day. Yeah, why why wouldn't you do a lease option on it? Is that something you can do there or no? I definitely could do that. It's an option. It's definitely an option. So, like I said, it's um, so it's four bedroom, one bath, and you say it's two tenants in there. It's it's two. It's two. No, it's three in there right now. So three, three tenants, tenants in one open right spot. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, I don't know if somebody would even. I mean, like I said, it looked like it could be a cool investment property if they really, if it's generating that kind of cash flow, and you can show it on paper, sell it to an investor, get a check down, then to get your money out the deal. So now you're in it for no money, and you get a passive cash flow until the end of time, until you cash them out or change your rules. And you don't have to give them thirty years; give them three years, two years, something like that. You know, you know, you can get really creative with this stuff. I mean, it, it really just so much you can do, and I don't want to overwhelm you with too much, but. Just know that there's options. Let's see here. Uh, good job. I live in Raleigh, but I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Good luck on your deal. Is that close to you, Bridgeport? Yeah, Bridgeport. Yeah, Bridgeport, like 20 minutes out. Did some work in Bridgeport. Okay. And Amazing over on YouTube says, Chris, do you have a seller finance course? No, I do not have a seller finance course. However, I give the whole game away for free at WokeRealEstate.com. Got over 125 free training videos at WokeRealEstate.com. What's that above my head there? WokeRealEstate.com. Now, once you get all that and you're like, well, you know, I kind of get it. 
that's when I tell people to get the coaching program so we can fine tune your systems, fine tune your business and get everything set up like that. So I don't really have a course, but I do have a coaching program, which only has about two slots left, I believe. Good question. Uh, let's see here. Ty Brown. Exactly. Yeah, they're agreeing to the lease option. They say you need to do the lease. Monroe said there was there. He was exempt from the Missouri quarantine to stay home. <laughs> I am exempt. I've been out all day. And when I went out earlier, it was all people walking around. I'm like, I thought we were supposed to be in the house. The bank was open. I went to the bank and pulled some cash out. <laughs> I pulled some cash out so I could have a little money just in case things get funny. And uh, yeah, I'm exempt. Let's see here. Y'all silly. Once home solutions. Thank you. All right. So Kawan Miller. So you going you working on any other deals or anything coming up in the pipeline or what? Uh no. Nah, I'm just I was focused on this refining, but you know, I got calls coming in. Yeah, because that's what I'm asking. That. Question. Refinance to what? What are you gonna get better than a 30 year mortgage? And you know, you're already in it, you know. Is it gonna be less than that? Or are you gonna get my plan my plan was to finance, get some cash and buy some more properties? Sell it on a lease option, sell it to an investor on terms, you know, or some type of creative way where you can pull your cash back out. But see, that's why I came back to when I said earlier, looking at your deal. I'm like, I don't know if I would have dropped that much cash into his pocket right off the grip, especially knowing that you got to do some fix up on a property and stuff like that, you know. You know, because I know you said you can text somebody and they can go fix it. But like I said, that guy ain't working for free. You know, these handymen ain't working for free. They like, I want some greenback. They like this, man. Give me some money, man. Cash me out. Taking They ain't working for now, If you got somebody doing free labor and all that, then hey, knock yourself out. But if you got to pay somebody, that's an expense, man. Expense. Yeah, it is. It is. And so I'll be trying to find out how do I get myself out of that. So let's see here. Um, I think that's got that there. All right, Kawan. So you're not so you're not working on any more deals. That's the only one. You, you're not marketing for sellers right now or anything. Yeah, I'm marketing. I'm marketing. I got some door hangers. I, I hand them out to the pre foreclosures. I got some postcards. I mail out. Definitely do some marketing. So you're mailing out actual postcards. Yes. Okay. How has that been working out for you? It's I get the calls. I get the calls, and and I at first, cause I'm I'm still new to this, so sometimes when I did get the calls, I didn't know what to do with it, you know. But but now that I'm getting the education, I, I'm learning how, you know. Yeah, gotta get that skills to pay those bills for sure, cause um you know, the words that come out of your mouth have a direct reflection on what goes into that bank account. So you definitely gotta say the right stuff. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, so any other closing words you want to give the family before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? So what? Any more closing words you want to give the family before we close this thing out? Oh, man, this has been a man. I thank you, man. I'll be looking at your videos. I'm about to, about to do some studying tonight, probably. You see, we'll see what the, Yeah, what's up? Everybody out there, I'm in New Haven, Connecticut. Come holler at me. My Facebook is Kawan Miller. That's about it. So you only on Facebook. Let me see here. Somebody just typed in something here. 
Let's see here. How can I get in touch with Kawan so we can link up? I can put him in touch with some people in Connecticut. Yeah. So his Facebook is his name, which was just up on here, right? Kawan Miller. Kawhi right there. There he is doing it, doing it. So you're not on Instagram like everybody else and TikTok and doing all this crazy stuff? Nah. I just got Facebook. That's about it. Okay. So yeah, if you need, marketing. so yeah, if you need some assistance and you're working on some of these deals, don't be afraid to reach out to me. I'm here to help out, you know, and try to get more deals because, you know, you can't get out the rat race completely until you get some more deals, right? What do you do regularly anyway? What kind of work do you do? Well, I'm a, I'm a mason and, and I do traffic control. I'm a flag. Oh, yeah. uh, I got kids. Daddy daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy daycare. All right, brother. Thanks for coming in. All right. All right, bro. Nice to meet you, too. I appreciate you. So that's how we do it, family. If you just closed your first wholesale deal, your first creative finance deal, your first deal, or you're working on a deal, hit me up. WokeRealEstate.com is the place you can find me. Let me see here. Where are my little thing at? Too many uh, things on my computer. I'm supposed to have been good. WokeRealEstate.com. That's the website. If you want to get contracts for any type of deal, cool gear, hats like this and other stuff or coaching, the coaching program. That's where it makes all the difference, where we can get in and work your specific deal from the Ruta to the Tuta to work it out with the seller, work it out with the buyer, avoid landmines. Don't be saying too much stuff, saying the wrong thing to these people, talking yourself into a problem. Because you say the wrong stuff to them, you'd be wondering, oh, man, how did I end up this way? Because you said the wrong thing, man. Yeah, and ain't nothing wrong with it. And we all make mistakes. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. Don't be afraid of making a mistake because that's how you learn sometimes. I bet you won't make the same mistake twice. Mess around and do something wrong. Mess around and do something wrong. I bet you figure it out. So that's how we're going to do it, yo. So like I said, we'll be on next Monday night, same time, right back here with... Keith Everett Jr., Mr. Real Estate Diddy, next Monday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you're right back here for that. We'll be doing that there. And if you need to get the free joint venture agreement, working with wholesalers, working with real estate agents, working with other real estate investors, text JV to 31996. That's all you got to do. Text JV to 31996. That'll get you the free joint venture agreement where you can do a deal with multiple people at once, multiple moving parts, and you'll be notified of when we go live right here on the show next week and the following weeks. Any more questions, comments, concerns before I get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? Because I see we got, let's see here. Does that going to do it and move it? I hope so. Mm, let's see here. Like I said, yep, there you go. There's your text JV to 31996. Make sure you do that so you can get the notification and be across the nation. And so for those who don't know, my name is Chris Monroe, the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke. Come on every Monday night right here, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you follow me on all social media outlets at Chris Monroe STL. That's Snapchat, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Facebook, YouTube, the YouTube University with over 125 free training videos right there. The Woke Real Estate playlist, or you can just go to WokeRealEstate.com. It has all of that right there as well. And if you're looking for more leads than you can even process, go check out WokeSource.com. WokeSource.com. That'll get you 
nationwide data, MLS data, data for vacant properties, data for absentee owners, data for people in pre-foreclosure, and every other type of data you can think about, wokesource.com, get you a free seven-day trial. Check it out. You'll be hooked. You'll be like, man, I should have had this the day I started real estate. Why'd I wait? Why'd I wait? That's what you'll be asking yourself. So definitely check that out as well. So I'm about to get up out of here and do some more woke stuff. So do what you do. Be who you be. And I'll see you before you see me. Peace. And we have. And we have. And we have.